these, these fully immersive experiences, I, I love them. Time to be fully present. I think there's a beautiful thing in the world, right? We're always distracted. There's always phones. There's always people. There's always job. There's always things. There's always a reason to not be fully present while you're doing. A lot of times when you're traveling, your phone doesn't work. You're with who you're with. You're doing what you're doing. And you are just fully embracing that presence. And that is a beautiful thing. And it can't always happen like that in life, right? I think that there's sometimes when there's a lot of things require our attention and it's hard to be fully present. But what I'm trying to do is if I can adopt that present presence mentality in as much of my everyday life as possible, my life's going to be incredible. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Live an Extraordinary Life. I am your host, Tim Bishop, and this podcast serves as a guide to help you define what an extraordinary life is for yourself. And on my pursuit of an extraordinary life, I have found something to be very important to me and very beneficial in my life, and that's travel. I think that everyone likes to talk about travel and showcase the places they've been and look at me at the Eiffel Tower and look at me on this beach. And this idea of travel is very, very exciting for a lot of people. And I wanted to make an episode that breaks down for me why I love travel and why I find it to be one of the most valuable things that we can do for ourselves. Um, and that it's really important. And that, you know, there's, again, there's just so much, so much information out there. So many things that are saying well, you shouldn't you know, want to break from the life that you have. You shouldn't be wanting to escape from it. And, and vice versa, the people that travel, I think you know, people are jealous sometimes, people who travel a lot. There's, there can be a, I feel it sometimes, oh, they're there, they're there. And, and you're not really thinking about, well, you know, what am I missing out on? What, what is it? You know, just, I like to ask these questions, right? Like when I left college, I'd like to say, well, what is it about college that I'm going to miss? And how can I get that in my other life? And for travel, it's what am I, what am I getting out of travel? And can I get some of that here too? So anyways, I wanted to make an episode about the things that I really find beneficial in travel. And I travel a lot and it's a big part of who I am. So I thought that this would be really important to share with you guys. So the number one thing, absolutely most important and most beautiful thing about travel is that you just learn so much you learn you're seeing new ways of life you're seeing things in a new lens and you learn so much and i think i'll share a few very specific examples but i did part of the camino de santiago in 2019 which is in northern spain and it is a pilgrimage across land about 500 miles and you end in the town of santiago and I didn't do the whole walk. I sadly didn't have time to do the entire thing. But on part of my journey, I met a boy, uh, I guess a man. He was my age, 22, 23 years old. And he, he, um, his name was Santiago, funny enough. We were on the Camino de Santiago. And I was walking with a Spanish man named Santiago, which was pretty funny. But he shared with me some of his perspectives on his life and what's going on. And what I learned was that one, one conversation we have that's worth bringing up is you know, he was very, very grateful for the job he had, and he was working in a warehouse. And I thought about that for a long time after that walk, because in Spain, apparently for young kids, it's very hard to get jobs. And he was extremely, extremely grateful. He's like, I'm so lucky I have the best job. I have the best job. He kept saying that. And it was hard for me to understand what his job actually was. There was a little bit of a language barrier. But he basically talked about how I have the best job ever, and I'm working in a warehouse. And that just gave me some crazy perspective. Like, okay, we got it pretty good right now where I am in the U.S. Like, there's so much job opportunity. 
Like it's, it's overflowing. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Another thing that I learned on the Camino was again, by talking to him, um, you know, cause the Camino was rooted in, in religious tradition, the Catholic religious tradition. So it was rooted as, as a pilgrimage that you would do. And I don't exactly know the full story, the exact details, but there's a man, St. James, who was buried in Santiago. People would walk there and then go to the, the cathedral and go to a service. And I, I believe it was a way to have the Lord look over you or, you know, I, I don't know the exact, um, how people would exactly say the, the origin story is, but now there's still definitely a spiritual lens to it or reflective lens. I mean, you're literally walking across the country. So you just, you just got time to reflect and there's different cues and prompts along the way. But I asked him, I was like, so are you religious? And he said, no, I'm not religious. And I was like, okay, why? Like he was very, uh, and again, I'm not, this is not me pushing him one way or the other. I, I don't care, but I just, I'm curious. He was very adamant that he doesn't, that he, he wasn't very against the church and, and all things of that nature. So I wanted to dive into it. I was like, well, why are you so against it? And, you know, he wouldn't really give me much. And then, you know, eventually I basically found out that his grandfather had, had committed suicide and that the church basically kind of had shunned his family. And I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. Cause apparently whatever church system they went to, you know, suicide was seen as a, like a very selfish act and taking it in your own sacred life. And, and that was not accepted. So the entire family was basically ousted from the church community. So I'm like, wow, this makes a lot of sense when this kid doesn't like the church. But then again, you learn, you think about, well, my experience growing up, I grew up in a Lutheran church and um, right now I'm in the process of figuring out what everything means to me in religious sense and everything. So I don't know where I'm at. Even personally, I'm learning. I'm trying to figure it out. But you look at my experience growing up in a community where people were super supportive, where there was all sorts of people compared to that. And you're like, okay, it's just worth noting that these are two very different experiences. It's worth noting that not everything is good or everything is bad. That was my biggest takeaway, right? People love to label things all good or all bad. And I think that the church is a best example of a double-edged sword that is, you know, maybe done one of some of the most good in the world, but also done some of the most bad in the world. So that's the best example of you can't label that as all good or all bad. And you have to start to learn for what, what the truths are, you know, what are the truths you're seeking and that is where you'll find um, your answers. So these are, those are two very specific examples. But again, you're just always learning when you're traveling and on the road. I spent six months in Thailand. And for me, being able to observe the communal life and the way that they live their lives more together than apart, I took that with me to this day. That has stayed with me right here and has changed me forever as a man. So I think that, again, when we travel, when we see these things, we learn so much. And this goes into my second point, which is just new perspectives. You know, when you break your routine, you're breaking your routine, you're clearing your mind, and you're being able to step back from whatever it is you're doing and relax and be there. And by the end of the trip, you understand more what you want to do when you go back. And we've all felt it. End of a trip, like, oh, I can't wait to go back and do this. I can't wait to go back and do this. At least for me, that's how I was feeling at the end of a trip. I'm like, oh, great. I know what I want to go do now. 
And I feel like that the break of routine and be able to clear the mind and step back is always an incredible opportunity to gain new perspective of what you want to do when you get back. And with that, then beyond just the benefits of like when you go back, like when you're there, these, these fully immersive experiences, like I love them. Time to be fully present. I think there's a beautiful thing in the world, right? We're always distracted. There's always phones. There's always people. There's always job. There's always things. There's always a reason to not be fully present while you're doing. A lot of times when you're traveling, your phone doesn't work. You're with who you're with. You're doing what you're doing. And you are just fully embracing that presence. And that is a beautiful thing. And it can't always happen like that in life, right? I think that there's sometimes and there's a lot of things require our attention and it's hard to be fully present. But what I'm trying to do is if I can adopt that present presence mentality in as much of my everyday life as possible, my life's going to be incredible. Because when you fully immerse yourself into travel and to things, it's incredible. Right, you come back from travel and you, you miss it, you're back in your own life. Well, what do you miss? Well, you missed being fully present. That's what it is. When you travel, you are just there and you just you just show up. You show up mentally, physically, and you're just being present. And if we can bring that back to everyday life, then I think it can be incredible. Another thing that I've loved, the fourth thing is meeting new people. Every time, every time I travel, I meet new people and it just brings me such a great sense of joy to know that all around the world. I mean, I have friends in Canada friends in Mexico, I have friends in um, Germany, France, Switzerland, Spain, Italy, Thailand, Taiwan, um, Norway, Sweden. I mean, literally all around the world because I just made a point to meet people when I travel. And, and then in the U.S., Chicago, California, New York, uh, Utah, Bose, uh, Montana, so all these places, right? And it's just, it brings me a lot of joy to know that I get to meet these people and have these connections all around the world. And I don't know if that's something that you care about, but I really enjoy meeting new people and that's a big part of who I am. And then, you know, just the fun. I mean, I'm, this is the obvious one. I don't need to mention that, but there is just some awesome stuff I've gotten to do from scuba diving to canyoneering through waterfalls to rock climbing at Ha Long Bay in Vietnam to hiking in the Mam Turk Mountains in Ireland, to crab fishing in Ireland, to hiking the, Monva the, uh, the Matterhorn in Switzerland. I mean, there's just sweet stuff you can do out there and it is not expensive. That is another big thing that I've t like learned from my travels is that you don't have to break your bank. You know, it, it isn't like this thing that you have to stay in five-star resorts, hotels. Like I'm staying in cheap hostels, eating cheap food, and finding a way to make it work. And a lot of people ask me, how do you do it? How do you afford all this? And I'm like, I'll wait till I find a flight for like $400 round trip. And then when I'm there, I'm not eating out every meal. I'm not doing all this crazy stuff. I'm, I'm just making it work. You know, there's, there's ways that we can live very frugally when we travel. And because of that, I've gotten to do a lot of awesome things and live like a king because I understand that the dollar can go far in a lot of places and that you can use it wisely and do a lot of incredible things that don't involve you blowing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So, you know, now when I travel, there's always a purpose. I, I don't travel just to travel. I always travel for a reason, whether that's I need a break, whether that's I want to learn about some part of the world, whether that's I want to see people, dive into something, get a new perspective. There's always a reason I travel now and it plays a huge role in my life and it always will. You know, this intuition chasing, this this me being an explorer, someone who wants to be a student of life and learn from the world, I can't help it. I need to go see the world and I want to go see the world. And 
I would encourage you to, to think about the reasons you travel and why do you like it and what can you bring back to the things you like? You know, that's what my, that's what I do. That's what I do. You don't have to, but this is what I feel like is right for me, you know, to observe things and to see, okay, what am I getting out of this and how can I make this more part of my life? I clearly really enjoy this. So I think that it's an important thing to do for myself and, and maybe for others. I can't speak for everyone. But the last point I want to make is that, again, with all this, is that certain aspects, not all, but certain aspects of travel are a mindset, for sure. You can, you can do these things. I live in Minnesota. I can do a lot of these things in Minnesota. If I gave myself a week to be on vacation in Minnesota, I'd have an incredible week. I'd go to museums, go play outside, go be with people, be very present, be on my phone very little. You know, these things are accessible to us and we can weave them into our day-to-day life, I believe, if we give it a little bit of thought and intention. So it's not always about, I think, that beach or that mountain or that city or that place. Sometimes I think we can bring the concepts and the ideals of travel into our day-to-day life if we just start to think about it a little bit more than we have done in the past. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to me ramble about travel. It's going to be a big part of this show is sharing what I learned from my experiences around the world and hopefully meeting some really cool people and sharing their stories as well. So again, with these things in my life, I'm just trying to share my perspective and how I view these things and why they mean so much to me and to hopefully help you to think more about why things mean a lot to you in your life. So on that note, people, Go live an extraordinary life and I will see you next time.